0: And welcome in everyone to a post-game edition of Football 24-7 with the... John McMullen across the Jacob Media Network we get first reaction from J-Mac following the loss to the Packers uh, and there's a lot to unpack unpack, uh, in the next 15 minutes Uh, but first Johnny Mac let's begin uh, with your thoughts uh, and all that played out uh, in front of you uh, in this Eagles Packers game.
1: Well, it was going the way I expected, to be honest, Krause. I mean, this Packers team is really good. They're really powerful offensively, led the NFL coming in in points per game. You know how Aaron Rodgers is playing, in my mind. He should be the MVP of this league, even in front of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's playing at that kind of level. So uh, you kind of know Philadelphia was up against it, the way they've been playing offensively all year, that, the play-calling issues with Doug Peterson giving parts of it up to Press Taylor, parts of it up to Rich Cangarello, just too many issues. But I, I do think there's a, a little bit of juice in this game that there wouldn't have been, say, a 23-3 to if they continued to, to roll Carson Wentz out there, uh, performing the way he was. And they made the move to Jalen and Hurts, and, and we'll see how that shakes out this week upcoming. I, I think he should start against the New Newfoundland Saints, he, he did give the Eagles a little bit of a spark. And by the way, Krause, he wasn't just offensively. Uh, special teams, Jalen Rager got the big punt return. The defense kind of stepped up for at least a couple drives before they gave up the big touchdown run, which essentially sealed the game. And I got to tell you, if, if you would have told me that at 23-3, the Eagles would have had the football and the chance tie the game, I would have laughed at you. So that's the kind of spark that Jalen Hurts gave this this team. Um, and they needed it, and they're up against it, and it, look, it's probably not going to matter, but the New York Giants upset Seattle, which uh, I think surprised uh, everybody. Um, so the Eagles got to start winning if they want to win this division. I don't think they could win. I mean, with Carson Wentz, he, he's shell-shocked. He's David Carr shell-shocked. Uh, And he's just not the same guy. And we can debate. There's many issues. The offensive line, the receivers stink. All of these are valid. But you saw that spark. You saw it live with Jalen Hurts. He gave this offense more than Carson Wentz did.
0: Bottom line. John, is it more than a goaltender's getting lit up in the first period, gives up four goals on nine shots, and uh, the coach yanks him and puts in the other netminder to give the team a spark. Uh, why is it more than that?
1: Well, it might not be. You might be exactly right. That's, it might be just that. But I, I think he, he deserves a chance to, to practice with the first team for a week. He deserves an opportunity. Uh, to have that preparation time, because remember, uh, he didn't do that this week. Uh, you come in cold, Carson gets, you know, 80% generally. That's how NFL teams do it, uh, of first team reps in, in the preparation during the week. In theory, if Doug makes that decision, and, and if he makes it, uh, tomorrow or he makes it by Wednesday, Jalen Hurts will be the one preparing and the one who's being game planned in mind, in other words, the coaches are going to, in theory, do what he does best and, and try to build things around him, uh, instead of just coming in, um, uh, as that spark. And, and I like that analogy with the goaltenders and, and hockey because that's all it was today. That is. But I, I think you're at the point of this season where you're looking at three, eight, one and saying, okay, let's at least see what the kid has. Let's at least see what he can do with some prep time. And maybe it's terrible, Uh, but I'd like to see it. I got to tell you
0: that. We'll keep on the conversation of uh, Jalen or Carson uh, a little bit later inside of this 15-minute post-game recap. John, I want to get us to the point where Jalen comes into the game uh, in the third quarter. I've got to tell you, for the first 17 minutes of the football game, I kind of enjoyed it. It wasn't pretty. Carson wasn't lighting it up. It was ground and pound. Um, they put together a long drive, ended in a field goal, but I kind of enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, the first drive went exactly what you want from the Eagles, except that they didn't score the touchdown. Uh, they had to settle for the long Jake Elliott field goal. But that's exactly what you want against the Packers, because you don't, obviously, you don't want the football in the hands of Aaron Rodgers. So you want to shorten the game. You want to run the football. You want long drives. You want to play keep away. And the Eagles were able to do that uh, for at least that first drive. Unfortunately, then here it comes. The wave comes at you. And all of a sudden, Devontae Adams scores. And, and then one one Robert Tunyon scores, and that's a guy I, I mentioned all week, is somebody you got to keep an eye on. He, to me, is a perfect example of why Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers and, and Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz. You can talk about bad receivers, but, you know, outside of Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have great receivers, but he turns a, a, a Tugman who was an undrafted free agent out of Indiana State, who I think caught 14 passes before this season. He's got seven touchdowns. He turns him into a star, and he does that every year, Craft, He's 37. We've seen it time. And time again, I don't see that from Carson Wentz, and that's one of my main issues. If you're a, a star quarterback in this league, and look, it's not it's not fair to compare to one of the all-time greats, but a lot of people said Carson Wentz was an elite quarterback. Well, if you're an elite quarterback, you've got to elevate players around you. I haven't seen that from Carson Wentz.
0: John, what happens between the first quarter and the second quarter? The first quarter, again, they had a long, sustaining drive. Uh, I don't know what they had, 60, 70 yards, whatever, whatever it ultimately turned out to be. And then the second, you click into the second quarter, and the Eagles offense does absolutely nothing. Now, is that the Eagles offense, or is that an adjustment being made by the Packer defense? What happens there?
1: I think it's more, I, I, the Packers defense is, is fine, but it's not, it's not great. It, it's not one of the better defenses in this league. It's not the strength of that team. And if you argue, you know, if you want to talk about the weakness, it would probably be the linebackers in Green Bay. So they, when they do lose, you saw it against Indianapolis, you saw it against Minnesota. They generally give up a lot of yards rushing. So that's how you have to attack them. And that helps, as I mentioned, twofold, because you're also keeping Rodgers off the field. The Eagles clearly went in with that mindset. But you, you have to be, and that's why I say, while the field goes great, you've got to score touchdowns against this team. You've got to figure out how to convert on third downs. You've got to keep these drives going. You've got to stay ahead of the change. And more importantly, you've got to stay ahead of the scoreboard, because once you get down 14-3, then you're in a shootout. The running game's out, because you know Green Bay's going to score. You know they're going to score 30. And and by the way, the Eagles held them to 30. That's under what they usually score. So the defense kind of at least gets a C. And if you take away the big Aaron Jones and run at the end of the game, probably would have got a B. Uh, They're just really difficult to stop. And once you get behind 14-3, to well, it's like, what Mike Tyson said, you get punched in the mouth and
0: everything changes." It's the post-game edition of football 24 seven, uh, with John McMullen, uh, as we break this game down in the fastest 15 minutes, uh, in radio or podcast, um, not history, uh, but certainly post-game, uh, well, John, you, what's it's that, John? Yeah, I like history. history. Yeah, it sounds good. I'll, uh, I'll take that. Uh, Did did Doug abandon the run? Should he have stayed with the run uh, in the second quarter? I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what
1: happened. Yeah, that's kind of what I said. I mean, look, if you want to try to run the ball, remember, you know, it wasn't that effective. It was kind of effective earlier, but once that evaporated, once you don't score the touchdown on the opening drive, and then things shift. And as I said, you you can't sit there and play clock and, and run clock when you're down 11 points against the Green Bay Packers because it, the, the point is, e- even if you want to do it and say, okay, we're going to stick with our game plan uh, and we're going to try to run the football, the margin for error is so small. Because, again, you don't convert on a third down and Green Bay's got the ball back and they're at your throw again so it it, kind of takes it off the table the only way you can implement that game plan and that's where I bring up Indianapolis I bring up Minnesota some of the teams that beat them they got the early lead they hung on to that lead and then you can use that game plan But once that evaporated it's out the window
0: John is last thing on Carson Wentz The five times that he was sacked tonight before he left the field with seven or eight minutes left to play in the third quarter, was he holding the ball too long, or were the receivers not open?
1: Both. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a little from column A, a little from column B. The Eagles have been saying this all year. It's more than one thing. It's not just one. But, you know, what he is right now, he's, he's lost his confidence. So essentially, he's a one-read quarterback crowd. And that means he's looking at his first guy, the first guy in the progression. And generally, the Eagles receivers don't get open, and they can't get off press coverage. So all of a sudden, the first guy's not open. And then immediately, he doesn't trust the protection. His eyes, instead of staying downfield, they hit the ground. And from that point, the play is over, unfortunately. And this is exactly what happened to David Carr, who you remember him, Derek Carr's brother, uh, once the number one overall pick in the draft, and everyone looks at him and says, well, he he was such a buzz. He got sacked uh, so many times in, in Houston. He was shell-shocked. And that's where Carson is. He's shell-shocked. But while I say that, you know, And and, and I'll be the first to say, Kraffi, I've been guilty of making excuses for Carson Wentz. You know, Carson has had the luxury uh, of playing behind a top 10 offensive line his entire career uh, with the Eagles until this year, until all the injuries hit. And he doesn't have Brooks out there. And he doesn't have Lane Johnson out there. Um, Jason Peters has obviously fallen off a cliff from a performance standpoint. And all of a sudden, he's like a lot of these other quarterbacks in the rest of this league. This this league is an offensive line deficient league. But you know what? There's a lot of quarterbacks in this league that persevere better than Carson Wentz. And that's the most disappointing part to me. It's not that it, this team doesn't have the personnel to be great, but he's got to be better than what he's showing right now. He's got to show more perseverance in the wake of all this adversity, and I just don't see it.
0: You don't think he's still dealing with injury issues, do you, John, that we don't know about or any of that?
1: Well, he, <laughs> I'll tell you what. hes In fact, I think, whatever, 40, I don't know what the number is, but we're closing in on 50. Uh, so he certainly banged up. But, no, and I'll tell you why. Look, he—he's not the same physically. Anybody who goes through a torn ACL, torn LCL, um, and then has a stress fracture in the back—he's uh, not. You, you can rewind. You can look at some of the tape from 2017, and see he's not the same from a physical perspective. That said, he played well in 2018. Uh, be- after the torn ACL and the torn ACL. He played well at times in 2019 after the stress fraction is back. So he's already proven he might not have played to the MVP level, but he was very successful at times in both of those seasons. So it doesn't fully explain. Those injuries do not fully explain what's going on with Carson Wentz.
0: Two minutes left, Johnny Mack, best way to uh, end the post-game edition of Football 24-7 with the uh, John McMullen across the Jacob Media Network, uh, Jalen Hurts, in his post-game press conference, so what now what, uh, was a quote that was <laughs> referenced uh, by Jalen. Uh, I'll toss that up to you and let you take the audi- tell the audience where this thing's going to go.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And obviously we'll get to talk to Doug for the first time, uh, after the game. Monday is Monday afternoon pressure, which is at 1230. And I you know, knowing Doug, he's going to hold this close to the best as long as usually possible because he's a big competitive advantage guy. So ultimately, I don't think he's going to announce who he's going to start against New Orleans, uh, next week. And it might not even matter because that's another good team. But, uh, by Wednesday, I got a feeling we're going to see Jalen Harris. I, I don't, you know, at some point you're going to lose the locker room. If you keep rolling Carson Wentz, the way he's playing out there, and because this is supposed to be a meritocracy, it's not supposed to be a co- about contracts. It's not supposed to be about how much money somebody makes. It's not supposed to be about the owner liking them. Um, it's supposed to be, who's playing the best. And that's a little pie in the sky. That's, Uh, a little uh, unrealistic because life doesn't happen in a vacuum. But at this point, the Eagles are essentially almost out of it anyway. They might as well take a look at Jalen Hurts and maybe they win some of those personalities in the locker room.
0: John, last thought. Is this the end of Carson Wentz?
1: Uh, I don't think so because his contract uh, basically prohibited. Uh, the Eagles from moving on from um, until 2022. So I think he'll have one more opportunity and might not happen till next season. Uh, it, you know, and, and, and by the way, Krause, that might not be a bad thing because maybe he needs to take a step back more from a mental standpoint than anything else. Uh, and maybe he, he learns and grows from that, but I will tell you, it's not, it's certainly not trending in a positive direction. And if Jalen Hurts does get an opportunity and he plays well, well then you got full blown quarterback controversy. And you know, we're going to be talking about that So
0: the end of the day. John, this was <laughs> your escape from Twitter world. You've got a busy week uh, in front of you. Post game edition of football 24 7 with the John McMullen. See you on Monday, Johnny Mac.
1: Hey, thanks, Ralphie.